0: All day long from people saying, don't do it, Art, don't do it, don't do it, whatever you do, don't do it. They've even been sending faxes to Ramona saying, don't let Art do it. I got a fax, which I will read, uh, minus uh, any identifying information. Uh, Hi, Mr. Bell, I am 32 years old. My cover name is Harlot. I am a witch of the most unholy kind. I am by no means a goddess. I use no crystal balls, tricks, nor treats. I am from a long line of witches and warlocks and so on. If you'd like, call me. She supplies the number. The coven of the unholy hail Satan. Now let me say, Art, I am a good witch by no means... Even if I do something that someone would consider good, I do with evil in my heart. Hail Satan. Well, you guys know me. I will put anything on the air. And that includes Malachi Martin, Catholic priests, people of the cloth, people of the church, and people not of the church, and many things in between. So here is Harlot. Harlot, welcome to the program.
1: Thank you, Art.
0: How did you? How did you get your name, Harlot?
1: I got my name Harlot because of how I live and what I do. I go around and I spread webs of deceit. And I adore myself into a, in a very alluring fashion when I do these things and I take great pleasure in finding a victim uh, laying my evil eyes upon him and bringing him into sinful joy and if you go back into your scriptures and search them out and especially in the Old Testament a woman of my type would be called a harlot and I take that strictly out of reference from difficult terms
0: okay um. This facts, uh, of course, shocked me and shocked a, a lot of people. Uh, a lot of people who have contacted me, Harlot, tell me you couldn't possibly be a witch.
1: I'm not surprised. I knew that that would be one of the first reactions when I sent the facts. Should I say when my fans say sent the facts? You know, for many years has been publicized in different uh, newsletters and through television and through the media itself about what a witch is. If you search these things out, you will find out that even in the most medieval times, that witches were of a more of an evil nature. We took great pleasure in setting great traps and being diverse, a very diverse heart, placing ourselves in a position to be looked upon as Satan followers. But what we do, we do practice the art of witchcraft. What I am art is a satanic third or fourth generation earth witch. I am practicing an art and a faith that has been passed down through my family for generations, and all I can say to them is if they don't think I'm a witch. Well, that's their prerogative, and you know, so be it.
0: <laughs> well, uh, those who practice what's called Wicca mm-hmm. uh, are the first to step forward and say, based on what you wrote here, you're certainly not a witch. Anyway, and what do you say about the Wiccans? Well,
1: I'm not surprised. I have encountered many of them here where I live. I have encountered them over the span of my years. Even when I was a young child, I have pretty much been from coast to coast. I haven't made it from border to border yet. I'm one border minus, but I'm going to get there soon. And I've encountered them everywhere. And the thing that I find interesting about it is is that once the topics have come up and once it becomes an open discussion, I'm always left standing alone. And I always get these little... Word of mouth things coming back from them, passed to this person, and so on and so on. But it seems to me I can't find one. That's...
0: Call toll free one eight hundred six one eight
1: eight two five five. Which?
0: Okay, I just hit the button because you used your first name.
1: I don't care anymore.
0: Oh, you don't care?
1: I don't care anymore. You don't care? I don't care. You can use my first name.
0: Really? All right. Uh, go with it. The, the, I I bleeped it, so let's unbleep it. Your name is Patsy. Exactly. Ooh, boy, you're really sticking your neck out here.
1: There's Wiccans listening to the station right now, no more than about eight blocks from where I am live, and I'm tired of it, and they know who it is now. and They have an opportunity, and I welcome the opportunity. I am not going to bicker. I will not get into a rambling discussion about irrelevant things. I want to discuss... Okay. That's relevancy here.
0: All right, we'll do that. Uh, okay, thank do, you. do you want to say what city you're in?
1: Yes, I'm in Salt Lake City, Utah. I am exactly two blocks from the Mormon LDS Temple.
0: Oh, my gosh. Oh. Um, what, Braydell are you doing there? In Salt Lake, that is.
1: Well, I came here, first of all, Art, I came here right about the uh, at a part of 1989. I came here with a purpose, and that purpose was to... Deceive and to lead astray as many as I could. And uh, I have for years, even through my childhood, reacted very strongly between issues considering God, heaven, Satan, hell. I am a full fledged, totally devoted individual, a woman who serves Satan in her heart, and I take no, absolutely no. Regard for people's lives when it comes to me handing them pretty much on a silver platter straight to Satan and take them straight to hell.
0: Good Lord. Um <laughs> uh, there is a God, Harlot?
1: Art, I believe in the existence of an almighty God. Now there is a difference between belief and acceptance do not accept God, the Almighty, as my God, or a God I worship, or whom I have chosen to lead my life.
0: So you believe, in other words, you believe in the existence of God, you simply don't accept Him. The one you worship is the devil.
1: Right. I believe in the existence of God, but I deny Him in my life, and I deny Him to have any part of my life.
0: I have never met or talked with anybody who said what you just said. I've never. You're the first one, Harlot. Do you think there are many people like yourself?
1: Art, I know dozens. They are secretly motivating. We are a movement, and it is not just here; is nationwide, worldwide. We proclaim and uphold all evil. We uphold Satan. We are children of the devil. And uh, I want to touch on something here in a moment because I know what kind of reaction that just caused in people out there throughout America and other places.: Oh, yes. We have a purpose, and that purpose is is waiting for the time of the apocalypse, waiting for the time of the basic beginning of the end, during which that time, when that time occurs, we will raise our ugly heads more notably, more publicly bent on one thing, and that is establishing our rule on this planet.
0: The rule of Satan, the rule of... Yes, sir. Um, who is Satan, Harlot?
1: Satan is was one of the greatest of all angels in the kingdom of heaven at that time. Oh, son of the morning, if you will. Beauty, mm-hmm. vast intelligence. Satan
2: in our minds,
1: and we're not afraid to say this, and we're not afraid of what God's going to do, what God does is what God does. We believe that the reason Satan was punished was because of the simple fact he had awakened up, awakened himself to God's plan. If you go through your scriptures and you find out in the beginning with Adam and Eve and so forth and so on, their eyes were pretty much closed only Opened to what God wanted them to see at that point and at that time Satan decided That that was not right Why close the eyes of human beings? Why not let the human race know? Good and evil let the human race begin to Gain knowledge of all things
0: sure Mm -hmm. All right, sure there's good and there's evil, Mm -hmm. but Why would anybody, uh, and I can only ask you because you're the only one here, why would anybody, knowing the difference and understanding the difference between good and evil, choose evil?
1: Well, art, it was basically something that was chosen for me from birth. I had a very odd mark on my body when I was born. Uh, My mother, at that time, was very uh, suspicious of the, the mark that was in a place that... Well, we're, we're not going to go there. Okay. It's a very feminine place. Okay. Okay. And um, it bothered quite a few people that Mark began to slowly disappear as I grow older. I still have it, but not in the fulfillment of that it was at birth. And my grandmother, which is my mother's mother, uh-huh. had known for a long time. I think the reason my mother couldn't was really disturbed by it because I didn't. I don't really believe that she could understand the concept, and which is going to, to lead into something very interesting that I would like to share, and that's how this got into my family blood to begin with. And uh, how long ago? Long time ago. We're talking way, way back, way back, and it was due to the simple fact that uh, starvation and different things, and I'd like to touch on that in a little while, but first... Right, Satan, in our eyes, is the primordial son of God. We accept Satan as the son of God. Jesus was a great person in his own right, and so forth. And within the Christian faith, the Savior, the Messiah, and so on. Yes. We do not recognize Jesus as being the outright Messiah. We do not we recognize Jesus as more of a prophet, a healer, someone of great knowledge, and, a, and if you will, another virtual son of God serving another purpose.
0: Uh, and then so Satan uh, is the one that you regard as the legitimate son of God.
1: In my opinion, yes, he is my... God, he is my savior, he is my way, he is my truth. Hell, Satan.
0: Okay, Uh, hold it right there. My guest is Harlot. She says she is a witch, the coven of the unholy. And I think she means every word she says. We will, of course, get the lines open. And as you can tell, this is going to be a rather interesting evening. In a way, it's kind of like interviewing Charlie Manson. <laughs> we'll be right back. And once again, here I am. My guest is Patsy, otherwise known as Harlot. She wasn't going to give her name, and suddenly at the last moment she's decided, I guess, the hell with it. She's going to use her name. This is going to be very interesting, and I'm going to tread fairly cautiously here. And I said uh, going into the break uh, that it was kind of like interviewing a f- female version of uh, Charlie Manson. Charlie Manson, I recall seeing interviewed in jail, and I thought Charlie Manson was the antithesis of evil, and virtually said so in the interview. And you could feel it. You could just feel it when you listened to Charlie Manson. And as I listen to Harlot, or Patsy, I feel the same thing, don't you? And for some reason, I want to try to understand it, if I can. We'll see. All right. Uh, Harlot, welcome back. Thank you. Harlot, um, have you ever seen Charlie Manson?
1: Oh, right. <laughs> I respect Charles Manson about as much as I can go right now and pick him up and throw him through a wall. What we are prepared to do is going to make Charles Manson look like a Sunday school revival teacher.
3: Really?
1: But let me explain something first. It must be in the correct time frame. I'm talking very spiritual here. I'm not talking about just because there's a riot or if someone... uh, Says something or does something. We're waiting for basically the book of Revelations to begin to unfold unfold in its entirety. Mm-hmm. You know, I appreciate you, sir. I mean, when I first turned, tuned into your show, and I remember well when you begin talking, and, and you begin talking about things that you call the quickening. Mm-hmm. Oh, how right you are! Oh, mm-hmm. how right you are! Yes. We're waiting for the fulfillment of that quickening, if you will. We call it the beginning and the coming of the apocalypse, the beginning of the end that is to come. We do not go out and do different things. There's no one in my coven that even uses a hallucinogenic drug. We do not allow it. There are no narcotics, no alcohol abuse allowed within the walls of this coven. Even in the private sect, in the private Activities with the members of this coven. We do not, repeat, do not authorize the use or sell or take part in any of that period. Absolutely not. It's not a part of our purpose. We are part of a grand purpose that is a very spiritual, if you will. Art, we have to have justification. We don't just go out and create chaos without cause. When someone gives us or gives me, let's talk about me, that reason, I will resort to whatever means necessary to obtain my vital existence. Our own individual vital existence is, is what means most to us. If we are dead or if we are strung out, if you will, how then can we be vital to Satan's conspiracy? We are are a part of the conspiracy that's going on in this world created by the hands of the devil. And we are going to do everything where we are held bent and held bound to uphold that conspiracy. What is hell? Hell is an eternal torment. It's an eternal damnation. Freely accept the punishment, therefore, thereof. You see, even when I do a curse and I attack someone through a supernatural way, I don't use spirits, I don't use in-between creatures, if you will, to do my dirty work. I do my dirty work and I, and I alone, take full responsibility of all my evil deeds And doings.
0: Well, it it, it really goes beyond that. According to Wiccans that I've interviewed, when you put a curse on somebody or you do something evil to somebody else, Mm -hmm. it comes back to you times three or ten or whatever.
1: It can come back 50 times and I will find great pleasure in it. As long as my enemy is destroyed, I will find great pleasure in it
0: knowing that you are bound for hell and I presume that you accept that or even embrace the fact that you are going to hell is that correct
1: oh I absolutely freely accept that fact and I, I have no remorse in it none whatsoever you, des-
0: was- you describe hell as eternal damnation mm-hmm. how can you possibly if I, I want to try to understand okay, the okay, theology, okay, I, I, I how can you possibly you. look forward to that well
1: not like I sit here in my house and say, okay, I'm ready. Let's go. It's not that I'm like, okay, I'm going to dive into it. We take it from this. I choose to live by my human nature. And if my human nature is an abomination unto God, if I choose to live what in in a biblical sense would be termed sinful. And if I live a sinful life, then I go to hell. I would rather go to hell with honor than go to hell out of ignorance. And I'm going to go straight to that bottomless pit. And when that key and what is done and... What happens?
0: When but 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 okay, oh. Harlot. I'm okay, not. I'm not sure that people go to hell out of ignorance. In oh, other no, words, if they, if they,
1: many.
4: if there's
0: they, many, if, tor- if, if they commit a sin mm-hmm. and they're ignorant of the fact that they're committing that sin, there's no intentional evil. Mm-hmm. Then, in in my way of thinking about things, they wouldn't go to hell.
4: Well,
1: the, the scripture, and I'm not going to start quoting, and I'm not going to do that, and I'm going to uh, bring out how I use scripture and how this covenant does in a little while. Ignorance. People will ignorantly go to hell. See, Satan, our wonderful master, is the prince of all evil, all trickery, deception, none greater. He will virtually make a person believe that they are worshiping God and living a right life. And in the essence, they never even know the eternal plan that God has laid out. That's one of our missions. See, we I take great joy when someone tells me that they believe in God, but they don't live a godly life. I take great joy in seeing people like that. There are many. That's what I mean. There are people out there out of ignorance and lack of knowledge of the Word of God, of His Word. They lack the knowledge of it. They think, okay, I'm going to live a great life. And You know, that's fine if they choose that, because I welcome it. You know, they, they say, I live a good life, I'm a just human being, I do different things and do different things. But, oh, the one God chose to be his Savior, did he not say, For many shall come unto me in that day, saying, Did I or did I not? Or did I do these things in thy name? Haven't I done all these great works in thy name? I not I believed in you? And he shall say unto them, Leave me, you worker of lawlessness and iniquity, for I have never knew you. Oh, yes, many shall go to hell out of ignorance.
0: You'll go there uh, (laughs) with a a full understanding of why you're making the trip.
1: Yes, sir. I would, it's like this. When I was a child, Art, I remember the first time my family pretty much knew what I was going to do. Yeah, let's do that. uh, How
0: how did... How did all of this manifest uh, how how early did you know
1: I knew the first time I believe I was seven or eight that there was something awfully different about me. I was a child who when I lived on a farm and I worked very hard we had, our family had a very large farm and different you know aspects of that I knew there was something wrong I was a child that um, When I would go out and work in the fields, and I would help my parents in different things, I despised sunlight. It wasn't so much because of the heat, it was what it was doing to me. I began to, as a child, without even having full knowledge of Scripture, look up at the sky and curse God for having the sun so bright. I would seek shade. I would seek to lurk in shadows. I was a child that my parents could never keep me asleep at night. I would sleep in the daytime just wonderfully. And as soon as the sun began to set, I began to awaken and cause much chaos and havoc in my home. I remember the first time that I actually did what I consider my first experience with witchcraft. I had, living in the country area where I lived in Alabama at the time, And uh, living in that part of the world at the time, I had no exposure to a lot of magazines or a lot of different things from the outside that area, that small, very desolate part of the state and different things. I remember just all of a sudden I walked outside and I walked into this nice, beautiful uh, sand pit that I always played in. And all of a sudden it was like a shadow came over me and I got up and I grabbed the stick. I'd never seen one. I, I'm serious, sir. I had never seen one. And I drew a complete circle, I put a pentagram in it, it's the face of the go to Mendez and everything, and I began to walk around that. All of a sudden I sit right in the middle of it and I closed my eyes and I envisioned things that was going on with my father that day. I ran back into the house and I uh, told my mother that my father would be arriving late and uh, he had some business to attend to and different things that go on downtown, way down the road, believe me and that he would be late concerning issues, concerning what he was doing at the time with the farm and different aspects of business. Well, my mom looked at me kind of, did you talk to your dad before he we went to work? This was a summertime. I wasn't in school. And I said, no, Mom, I haven't seen Dad since last night when he hugged me and I the supper table to go to bed. Well, my dad got home at pretty much the exact time that I had told my mother. Mm-hmm. And I, me and my brother and sister were sitting at the dinner table, and uh, I heard my mom ask my father about these things, and my dad told her that is impossible. How did you know? He didn't even call, or he he didn't even call. She said, Patsy came in here and told me. Well, it got quiet in the kitchen. Well, I found myself two days later getting my bags packed and uh, sent off to my grandmother's house and this was at what age uh, 13 at this time 13 right, i was 13 at this time right and this was only
0: because you had predicted your dad would be home late
1: yes sir i got sent to my grandmother's house and then that's when she came out and i uh, had an old photo album and a lot of letters and a lot of things that were written a long time ago and that's when i first discovered the uh bloodline in my family Re- Relating to being satanic and being a witch. What? And what? That's what I was? To learn.
0: What was there in your bloodline? What? What is the history of your family?
1: Oh, oh, very evil and very brutal. There was a member of my family that uh, was a warlock way back, and uh, there are some things art, I don't want to get too in depth in for the protection of a lot of people that my family tree has affected. Can you understand that, sir? Yes. Okay. Thank you. It all began way, way back, and I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to go with an actual date. It would be, I'm just not going to do it. We had a part, a segment of our family off of my mother's side that were pioneers, if you will, in their own right. They traveled a lot and different things, and it came to a point in time where things were just not going so well. They were running out of food and different things, and, uh,
0: yeah, you mentioned stru- starvation.
1: Right. They, they came to a point to where it was virtually death was beginning as illnesses were beginning to set in. One of the members of the family, who shall remain lameless, because it would give away directly into the family tree, and I'm not going to do that, sought help from God. Well, things got worse, And as the days, and there was approximately 10 days here in a period... They began to look at each other, if you will, with eyes of, well, we're getting to the point to where (laughs) survival is a necessity. We must live to carry on this bloodline. Mm -hmm. One of the members decided the hell with it and called upon the devil. As it was written and told to me that there was a deal cut out with an individual who encountered my family proclaiming the devil. This individual was a very mysterious person from what we understand. They virtually, in pure blood, made an agreement that if they would continue and to bring forth a bloodline of witches and warlocks and so on and so on, That Satan would provide them with their needs. Well, the family is here. No one starved to death. Everybody began to flourish, make money. A lot of people in our bloodline became wealthy. A lot of us became very well-known and were very active in different political areas. Mm -hmm. Back in that area of the country at that time, even resulting even up to now.
0: Very interesting. I I have interviewed, if you've been a listener to the program, you know I've interviewed uh, Malachi Martin, a Catholic priest, Mm -hmm. advisor to popes way up in the Catholic Church. Mm -hmm. He talks of people who are perfectly possessed, Mm -hmm. people who are wealthy, powerful, Mm -hmm. politicians, people Mm -hmm. who are very well-to-do, who are simply perfectly possessed, who have, in, in effect, made their own pact with the devil.
1: Yes, sir, that's absolutely 100% correct. You see, when one becomes into the realm of our most unholy and great master, one must become to the realization of the conspiracy of the devil. You see, we conspire to gain vengeance for our master being cast out of heaven. Mm -hmm. There is no forgiveness of any kind, there is no mercy in our faith. Our Master seeks to have victory over God, and by that meaning His people, to wreak chaos, to create havoc, destruction, violence on this planet, to take many as he can away from the arms of God, away from God's kingdom. That is our purpose. Our main goal is not to play, okay, incantation this, spell this. Yes, we do those. And believe you me, you do it from a satanic point of view. Oh, these Wiccans could only understand if they only, only knew that's why I challenge them. I I'll I give my address right now, and you can send a thousand to my back no, door. No,
0: don't give oh, your address. I know, this.
1: but I wouldn't mind if a thousand of them showed up at my back door right now. I would, I would, it would give me great pleasure, great, great pleasure in that. When one begins to understand what the main purpose and the main goal is, a sense of reality begins to surface this ugly head. the reality is simply war. We war against the holy and God. As God's people war to obtain peace and to uphold that which God has set on this world, the foundation that God has built, that they must uphold it. For we must. Uphold our end of the almighty plan. What what
0: is, what is the plan of Satan? What does he want of this world? What he, does he want this world to be?
1: His kingdom. His virtual world. His heaven, if you will. You see, vital existence, Mr. Bell, is so important. And to be vitally existing on this planet means that this planet must become vital. And which is leading me into something here that oh, is really going to set the fires a burning. We do not, and I repeat, we are the ones who do not pollute this earth. Through governments and through the foundations that have been set, it seems almost like today that unless a, a political person who is wanting to get up into the hierarchy of uh, Politics and, and, and government control, if you will, almost seems to have to have a Christian background of one way or the uh, other a, a, a morally correct godly point of view, if you will
0: all right Harlet, we're yes. at the we're at the top of the hour. hold yes. on you've got a good long rest here, and we 'll be right back and when we do come back, I think I'm going to be tempted perhaps bad choice of words to ask how many of our politicians have made their pact. she'd be the one to know. Harlot. Her real name is Patsy. She said, go ahead and use it. She lives in all places, but you're not going to believe this, in Salt Lake City, Utah. She is a witch, she says. She is a follower of Satan, she says. I have never interviewed anybody who makes these claims. So I wouldn't be qualified to judge the uh, credibility of anybody who would claim to have such following. It's absolutely incredible. We will get back to her in a moment. All right. uh, uh, Patsy, are you there? I
1: am still here.
0: All right. Would you prefer, by the way, to be called uh, Patsy or? It
1: doesn't matter.
0: It doesn't matter. It doesn't
1: matter one way or the other.
0: All right. Um, there is going to be, I believe this, uh, that there's certain, I believe personally yeah. that there is a good and there is an evil. Mm-hmm. And hence there must be a God, there must be uh, a representative of evil, and there is a constant battle going on. You believe that there will be an Armageddon, a final war, in almost all of Hollywood, uh harlot in almost all of hollywood uh when they depict these battles going on uh it seems as though the dark side or the devil is winning uh but in the end of course good always triumphs over evil
1: well in the end god will win whatever he is which brings up a topic i want to talk about about god and itself satan and everything being alien so forth.
0: Well, if in the end, God will win,
1: mm-hmm.
0: why does Patsy want to be on the losing side?
1: I have always, my entire life, had an incredible incredible urging for the underdog, if you will. And when I mean the underdog, I mean the ultimate underdog. I feel in my heart what God did was unjustified and how he punished Satan. I feel that the structure of Christianity... The structure of the church, the structure of the godly belief itself is unjustified. I think that uh, as human beings, we are unfairly punished at the hands of a creator who is not perfect, who is very fallible and has made many mistakes along the way. Jesus said, every time I say that name, it's... Well, he said, "For the Father in heaven knoweth all all things, past, present and future. If you take that literally, then that means that God, literally himself knew of everything the devil would do, that human beings would do, from the point even beyond creation itself. I firmly hold to that, I firmly hold to that, that I believe that God is responsible and the blame. And if I, as a human being, who opposes Him and upholds the other side, if I myself could put God on trial, I would find Him, if I could, as jury and executioner, guilty on crimes Punished for crimes against this planet and the human race. I will find him guilty and condemn him to eternal death. That's how much I despise him.
0: Let me read you a couple of facts before we get to calls. Uh, Hi, Art. So far, Patsy seems to be dead on and telling the truth. Can you please ask her the following two questions to test her? One. Is there any connection between Satan and UFOs or UFO abductions?
1: Well, Mr. Bell, I believe that we are, and I believe that Satan and we all as a whole are descendants from a higher race of more intelligent and supreme beings that have, and I carefully use this word, evolved, We'll we'll use that evolved, to a point of... So far beyond our human flesh and bones and our puny human minds that yes, I do believe that a lot of the abductions and UFOs are our creators, are our enemies, and I think these people, whether it be by the hands of God or by the hands of Satan, do have a right and do come to this planet test to experiment and just see how far we ourselves have evolved mentally, not so much physically, but mentally, and if we are just to the point of preparing ourselves for the advancement of the human race to take us beyond the limitations that we have now that were all the questions in the end will be answered when basically, when we can build that ship, that, that vessel, that physically will be able to transport us across the galaxy, across the universe, to other worlds, worlds of a higher intelligence, and an, evolution, uh, an evolution process that has taken those beings beyond the realm of, uh, of the physical needs that we have.
0: All right, so your answer is yes.
1: In in a a degree, yes. All
0: right. Uh, And the second question is, since much of established Christianity considers Mormonism to be a cult, and its adherents already on the wrong path, why are you in Salt Lake City? Is there a connection between your master and Mormonism?
1: I think that a lot of the LDS faith is dead accurate. Dead accurate on a lot of things. I don't
4: particularly
1: agree with them in the sense of proclaiming God as their eyes that governs their church. Right on their museum. I, mean, I don't have a fear of this. Right on their museum down there. They have a pentagram. Right on their museum. There's a lot of things in the LDS faith. When I came here, I came into a situation to where I lived with LDS people. I came here with nothing, Mr. Bell. I came here to prove how an evil person can go into a society, embed themselves into the working order of that society,
5: and use
1: and take total advantage to get what I needed to sustain myself. I joined the LDS Church because at the time, I needed a place to live. I will do anything. But yes, the LDS people are pretty good people. I like a lot of what they do out there and how they motivate themselves to financial gain and to motivate themselves to working and doing what it is that they do. Until someone in that organization comes to me and says, okay, what we are is actually a part of what you are. Then I will shake their hands and help them fulfill their goals and fulfill their promises. But as long as they proclaim God, they are my enemy. As long as they proclaim Christ in the form that they see him as, they are my enemy. As long as they do that.
0: All right. Uh, He ends up after those two questions saying, tough questions. So far she's answered everything like a fundamentalist Christian. I'd be very curious to see if she continues to tell the truth or covers up two of Satan's greatest lies.
1: Mr. Bell, mm-hmm. like I said, I draw the line nowhere. Satan's lies are Satan's truth. He must lie. He must be deceptive. He must have a diverse Heart.
0: And so then, must you as a follower?
1: You, that's exactly right. It, we have a saying, by any means necessary, and we don't use that as a loose phrase or a term or something. It is reality with us. By any means necessary. I have went into churches, like I said, coast to coast, and I have been to these churches, and I have said in their congregations, I have become active in their churches without anyone ever knowing that when I went home, I worshiped the devil.
0: Why would, why would you go to a church service? For what reason?
1: To lay seeds, to lay a foundation of evil. I take great pleasure in creating havoc in the life of a God believer in any form or any religion. I, I take great pleasure in it. Satan uses me that way. I have left where I sustain myself with virtually nothing, alone, with only my cunning, and my diverse thoughts, my wicked tongue, and hitchhiked alone, young, young woman myself, alone, across this country on interstates in the middle of the night in order to spread unholy seeds. And I have effected sir?
0: I just shivered. You have hitchhiked across the country, spreading evil in what form, Harlow?
1: Lust, adultery, fornication. I take great pleasure in destroying a family. I take great pleasure in, like I did right here, take a Mormon out of his home and put him in my lair, grabbed him, suck him in. He lost a child and a wife, and he's living with me now. And I take great pleasure in having him lay on my unholy sheets by me every night. Uh, is he is is he hearing this? He's in he's in the war room, what we call the black room, right now. The black room. Mm-hmm, that's where we practice unholy arts. My, as a matter of fact, my entire coven is here.
0: Um, across America, mm-hmm. Charlotte how many covens like the one that you have there exist,
1: do you believe? I believe that there are many, but I think a lot of them out of that they're not prepared yet to actually come out publicly. I think they live not so much in fear, but they're just not ready at that point in time to make a difference impact the area that they live in.
0: Why are you? Why are you coming out publicly? Why are you ready to say
1: all of this?
2: Because
1: I have a purpose, and my purpose has been let known to me in visions. My purpose, I am being primed for an ascension. I have a ritual coming up here before all Hallows' Eve that is of the most unholy kind. The only victim in this ritual will be me. I am the victim. I will be alive. No, nobody's going to behead me, and nobody's going to do that. I will be alive. is a part of my ascension. For years as a child, Art, I would cry in my bed at night. I would just cry in my bed feeling sorry for the devil and what God did to him. As a child, I would wake up screaming in the middle of the night, hating God, virtually hating God what he did to my
0: master. There are people many Mm -hmm. uh, Carla who will say what you're saying represents not a religion not a belief uh, not a worship of that devil that you say you worship but Mm -hmm. rather a mental illness
1: That's their prerogative. My parents when I was he was 18, 18 or nineteen. Did take me for examination. Mm-hmm. They took me to many doctors, many things. I was hooked up to more machinery than his, what it seemed like to my eyes, anyway. Than an auto auto body shop had. They did brain scans. They did different things on me, and so forth and so forth. And, and so what on. did they, what
0: did they come up with?
1: Well, I walked out of there with no pills, no nothing. And well, what the people told my parents was was two things. Is something that science cannot grasp at this time. Or she's telling the exact truth. That girl is not holy by any means. Mm-hmm. That's exactly what the doctors told my parents. It's on paper. My parents have it.
0: They took you to doctors. Did they take you to priests?
1: I eat them alive. I have walked into priests. I have sat and talked with them and Conversations, and they know they do not touch me, they do not pray over me, they just talk to me, Mr. Bell. They just talk to me, and we share feelings, ideals. We talk about reality with God, what's coming in the world, and
0: Satan. So you think then that you are, as we discussed earlier, that you are perfectly possessed,
1: Mr. Bell. In front of your audience, the millions, whatever are listening, Christ said something in his scriptures that I take to virtual heart that Christ says, Whoever denies me before men, I will deny before my Father. I deny Jesus of my body and of my soul. And I deny him of a right to have any governorship me any authority over me period I deny him the right of my heart that way I will be assured that he will definitely and I do everything in my power each and every breath I take I definitely want to be denied in heaven I want the second death when the numbers of the sands of the, 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 their, their numbers are like the sands of the sea
0: When they surround the encampment of the saints. All right. Harlot, hold on. We'll be back to you. It's the bottom of the hour. I'll begin taking calls after this break. Because, believe it or not, I'm almost at a loss for words. Absolutely incredible. From the high desert, this is Coast to Coast AM. I'm Art Bell. Once again, here I am. Good morning, everybody. I'm getting a number of faxes from people who say, harlot is not this or she is not that. And frankly, I'm not qualified to judge what harlot is or is not. And I can't imagine that too many people out there are, but they think they are. We're going to turn them. What I'm going to do is turn her over to you here in a moment. And we're going to see where this goes. She claims to be a witch. A follower of Satan and so far according to what she said I'm accepting it at face value it would seem to me that's exactly what she is although we will continue to explore and I will continue to try to form an opinion which I haven't fully formed yet at this point I take her words at face value Once again, here's Harlot. Harlot, are you there?
5: Oh, yes, Art. May I, may I say something
1: before we go to phone calls, please? Oh,
0: sure. I've got a couple of questions for you, too, before I'll, we do I
1: understand. Thank you, sir. First thing, I want to make short and sweet. I don't care one bit what anyone out there in the listening audience feels about me. I really don't. I know in my heart what I am. I have only began to express my evil. I haven't yet even began. I welcome phone calls from anyone. The one I want the most, and because only it is relevant, that's either a priest or a minister of any faith who will get on with me and discuss these things.
0: Oh, I'm sure you'll get that. Oh,
1: that's what I want.
0: Uh, how about some Wiccans? You'll get that, too.
1: I like to have them, and you can give him my address off the air, and I don't care if they drive not... 8,000 miles. I'd rather have them face-to-face. No, let's,
0: let's not do that. Uh, we'll do this on the radio. Oh, okay. oh yes. Yeah. Uh, all right, a couple of questions. Okay. One, mm-hmm. if Satan knows he will lose, mm-hmm. even if he believes he is totally right and justified in what he's doing, mm-hmm. then why does he not repent and be forgiven? Surely... He is intelligent enough to realize he is fighting a battle he cannot win, and also super-intelligent enough to realize that the famous quote by Milton, quote, It is better to rule in hell than to serve in heaven, end quote, is utter baloney. Even if he believes he is totally right and God is totally wrong, God clearly holds all the cards. What is to be gained from continuing a fight against all odds? This useless war would be over in seconds if he'd just get a clue and the resultant joy in the universe would know no bounds. No one, even he, is beyond redemption, beyond repentance, beyond forgiveness.
1: That's not the grand scheme of things. God needs an opposer. God needs it, or he would have never existed to begin with. It is almost like we could take this back to Adam and Eve. Why was the serpent allowed? Why was he allowed to I've always wondered. And the the answer to that question is, is simple. He was allowed to do that because even in God's makeup of what he is, in his existence, in his essence, I find him to be more than just jealous now, but susceptible to susceptible to, well, if there's nothing for me to do here, then why carry on here? So what greater way to spice up the Cajun food, if you will, than to put a lot of pepper on the ground? Mr. Bell, Satan doesn't want repentance. He wants vengeance. It would would be almost like, and I want want to use this term loosely now because I'm such a big fan of it. It would almost be like um, Eastern Michigan playing at Nebraska next Saturday morning. There is no way, no way at all that they could go in there and win that ball game. But what they can do is inflict enough damage on that team or, or that opposition in order to effect... What's coming down the road, Satan sees this opportunity and he has seized this opportunity to damage God, and the way he's going to do that and the way we are going to do that by running with the devil, if you will, is by causing complete chaos, chaos. And damaging the foundation of what God has built.
0: Now you keep coming back to chaos oh yeah, all right, uh, this is from Anne in Middleton, California.
1: Nice place.
0: (laughs) Art, um, your guest is not a product of Satan, but a product of the evils of the Catholic Church. Ironically, (laughs) now let me finish. Ironically, the master she worships is an invention of the Catholic Church. We true witches know there is no such thing as Satan. True witches (laughs) fear this kind of talk. The memory of six to nine million dead during the Inquisition and the witch burnings is all too fresh. Humanity needs a break from hysterical Catholic fear-mongering. Whose side is Patsy really on? Mr.
1: Bell, I would welcome them to come here with their torches and strings to hang me up and burn me alive. See, that's what I told you on the phone when you called me that afternoon. Lack, cur- lack of courage, lack of responsibility, and lack of accepting the father of all supernatural power. Relating to the evil side. I would welcome to be strung up. I welcome them to march up here String me up and burn me. I would welcome it because the essence of my spirit Would be more powerful than I do believe in reincarnation. It does exist. I know I've lived before
0: I And know and, I have. and will again
1: and will again and I would just go to another time to inflict more evil damage Another people in another time frame and i welcome it it's like an enemy which i wanted to get to an enemy of mine art i don't care i have no mercy and i do not want mercy on myself i do not receive mercy because i do not have mercy when i have an enemy i want that enemy to go down and i don't care how i have to do it if i have to resort to licking a dog I will. If I have to resort attacking them, which I want to bring up later on about soul journey and different things, oh, you bet, evil people can soul journey. I have many times went in a state of sleep in different things and have left marks on my enemies, and I see fulfillment in destroying them. I don't care if it takes me 40 years, and I, if I'm in a wheelchair, I will find them and I will see their destruction if it's the last thing I do in my own eternity.
0: All right, let's go to the phones. Um, first time caller line, you're on the air with Harley.
1: Good evening. Hello there. How are you, sir?
0: Fine. Where are you?
1: I am in Salt Lake City, Utah.
0: Well, no, that's, uh, that's you. I'm, I'm talking to Oh, caller. Oh,
5: I'm sorry. <laughs>
0: um, uh, caller, are you there? Uh, yes. Okay, turn your radio off. That's number one. Oh, okay. Uh, Everybody, as soon as you get on the air, turn your radio off, uh, because you'll be able to hear it on the phone. anyway. All right, do you have a question?
6: Uh, Actually, I had an answer to your question as to which politicians had already made their pact with Satan. Um, I have been studying witchcraft and the occult for several years, actually about eight or nine. And? And I have discovered an insidious and heinous plot of Satan to try and rule over the world governments. And it involves, as you mentioned in an ad, I do believe earlier, about a coin that has two-headed eagles. That is one of the signs of Satan.
0: A coin that has
6: two-headed eagles? A double-headed eagle, yes.
0: Uh-huh.
6: That is a sign of uh, a religion known as Freemasonry. And Freemasonry, most people in Freemason packs or Freemason lodges, which are all around the country and all over the world, would like you to believe that they're like a like a little group, like a little uh, lodge like a membership mm-hmm. that does good things good deeds yes in, in reality freemasons have a secret pact with the, de- with the devil to go out and rule over the world and to bring satan above ground on earth to be able to rule in complete uh, monarchy all right do you have a question for uh for patsy actually i wanted to ask her if she was a freemason herself all right patsy are you
1: no sir am not, but what the gentleman has just said on the phone, I would like to thank him. I would like to thank him kindly, even though he are some things that I don't quite agree with, and that's what makes America wonderful, but he is dead on accurate to a degree, and I'd like to thank you, sir, whoever you are, very, very much, because art, the conspiracy lies deep in politics that you would not believe. Look who was in the presidency and the Congress and everything at that time. Look at the New World Order. Who brought that up for the first time? There's your answers. Go and seek these things out, America. Do it on your own. I'm not going to sit here and, and tell you. You do it for yourself. If you dig deep enough and overlook a lot of the red tape and a lot of the hogwash that's put in front of our faces on the TV and so on and so on, you will begin to understand that this conspiracy is very old, very, very old. In America, we are alive and
7: well. All right, uh, Wildcard Line, you're on the air with Harlot. Hello. Good evening, uh, Patsy, and hi, Art. Oh, good evening, sir. This is Kazuki in Indian Springs. I got a, I actually, I got several questions, but hopefully, I'll be able to get at least a, a few in. Do you have uh, to snap out of it when you feel sorry for something or someone?
1: No. I never
7: and, feel sorry for no one. Okay. Uh, if, if the uh, devil exists, as you proclaim, and uh, I decided to invite him over by calling him a perilous pot, of protrusive, protoplasm, immersive dung, and he uh, likes nothing other than to search and destroy, mm-hmm. uh, why will he or won't he cause or not cause havoc for me in the living? Well,
1: sir, it all becomes down to one thing. How do you feel about God?
7: Well, I believe in a God. Uh, I believe he is an extraterrestrial. What is your thoughts on that?
1: I believe that we're all descendants from beings of a higher power. Okay, one more yeah, They are alien in essence. Yes, okay, sir.
7: one more question. Do you believe Clinton is the Antichrist?
1: I believe that President Clinton is doing what President Clinton should be doing at this time, sir. Exactly. I think that destiny uh, uh, lives itself out. And I believe that Clinton and all the presidents, as far as you can go back, has done their little deeds have done their little part in establishing what we have today and what's coming in the future.
0: Well, when I look at politicians, uh, Patsy, Uh I have concluded over the years that to get to the Senate, to get to the presidency, Mm -hmm. generally to get to high political office in this country, you almost, almost have had to have made some sort of pact
1: with
4: the devil
1: well you, you know Art, that that's true in a sense you know uh, and, and and i know it's true a lot of what we see and uh, we've had presidents and different people in the senate as you said sir and so on you know uh we, we see a very uh moral background if you will i mean and, and i know clinton and his problems and so on what i'm talking about you know they or, or church, they, you know, this church group or this organization that they're affiliated with or so on and so on. A lot of times that is a scream because, like I said, I myself can walk into any church, and I mean anywhere because I have been through over damn near, excuse me, 20 different denominations of faith. I have sat in their congregations. I have virtually almost become active in their congregations mm-hmm. without them even knowing who my master
0: was. Of course. Well, when you look at a politician, one who Mm -hmm. has achieved very high office, Patsy, he has achieved it more frequently than not through lying, stealing, deceit, uh, and I I could go on and on. A lot of the qualities that you seem to honor.
1: Well, we know it's crooked. I mean... uh there was a time at a rally down in uh, Louisiana that I attended one too and it had to do with uh, the oil companies and different representatives down there and uh, <laughs> well I would just say one thing at one time I had a little bit of doings under the wraps if you will with a certain um, group of people that has held the, governor, the, governor, the governor's seat in Louisiana for quite some time. Some people kind of outlying in that organization that I dealt with, and I'm not going to go any further there for their own safety, if you will, and different things. But yes, you are 100% correct. Mm-hmm. Politics is corrupt to the fullest.
0: All right. East of the Rockies, you are on the air with Harlan. Hello. 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 Go ahead, sir. Uh, yes. I mm-hmm. just want to say that, yes, she's right. There is, there is a
3: conspiracy of evil, but she left out that there's also a conspiracy of good out there that... Uh, well, I haven't real, that out yet. Real witches, not not uh, <laughs> Hollywood hogwash.
1: Oh, please.
3: You, you are a faker.
1: Oh, please, sir. I tell you what, I would like for you to... Uh, I tell you what, I have, like I said, been from coast to coast. Don't be surprised if one of us doesn't creep up around a dark corner one night. Just say hi and shake your hand... And seem to be one of the most nicest human beings that you have ever met in the world. And in the end, their diverse heart will conquer you. That's just the bottom line. See, sir, if I had to get up in front of a congregation and preach about God, I would. If that meant, in the end, in the end of it all, upholding Satan in the end.
3: Well, I'm not talking about a church. I'm a practicing Wiccan.
1: Oh, oh, goodness. Would you please come visit me? Can I give you my address? And, I would like to see
3: you, and sir. And what you, what you are doing is trying to to flame the fires of the Inquisition again. That's all you're trying to do.
1: What, are you afraid of retribution? Are you afraid of retribution for your acts? I'm not.
3: My acts aren't evil.
1: We're still witchcraft.
3: Witchcraft is, is not evil.
1: Oh, okay. righty then. You see, I run into this all the time. You know, sir... And, I, I, and I'm going to use some intelligence here. I'm not going to call you no name, but sir, please do me one favor. Get some backbone. Accept the reality of what you're doing is not godly. Okay? Please do.
0: I'm not talking about but, God But sir, here.
1: I hope I hope in the end that you don't. In well, a way. What,
0: uh, let me understand. Uh, Go you, ahead. you have accused her of being a fake. You say you're a Wiccan. Um, what are you? We practice. Uh... Sort of nature
3: worship, sir. Oh boy. All she did was throw in some stuff from some Hollywood movies. Oh please. Trying to get some propaganda out
0: there. Oh please. Maybe not. I mean, in in a way, I understand what she's saying, and I'm not. Believe me, uh, a long way from siding with her. And I
1: understand, Art. But but on the other
0: hand, you're saying you're worshiping. Nature, and you're leaving out God. She's leaving out God and making no bones about it. You're leaving out God and trying to suggest you're kind of in the middle.
3: No, there is there is a like a God force. It's not like a, a physical being, per se.
1: <laughs> Mr. Bell? Yes? I would just like to tell that gentleman I hope he goes through it, through life before he dies believing it. I, I do. Like I said, there are going to be those who go to hell out of ignorance. Those who go to hell with honor, and I'm going with some honor, and so are my people. So uh, I, must... I
0: actually understand what you're saying.
1: Right. You know, I, I do, sir. I, I really do. Y- you know, there was a time that I so much despised the weapons to the point to where, if they, even without being an enemy, even without ever setting themselves against me, and they were laying on the ground bleeding, I would rather dump salt into their wounds and actually give them blood. But, you know... It, in the general makeup of it all, they're silly, you know, at, at least. Yeah, and I'm, not on the, I'm, not, I'm not here, America, to try to Satanize America. That's not my duty. That duty lies within your own heart and with the general makeup of the things to come, just like El Nino. Yes, we better all stock up on food because this El Nino is the beginning of something even more grand, more grand to take place in the next two years, we have not seen hurricanes, and we have not seen the multitude of storms that are going to come down on North America and the world until uh, until two years from now. Just be prepared, America. Art is actually right. You, we better buy food, and we better stock up and prepare to, to make it the hard way, because this is going to be some hardships like never seen before.
3: Anything
0: else, caller? See,
3: uh, it's... If- the Wiccans have had this problem for years because oh, people like her have always come out saying that witchcraft is evil and everything and it's not. We want to help society better itself just as any other religion of the right hand path does. Uh,
1: sir? Yes? In human nature for years, you know, I can almost understand this, love one another, treating one another well. Thing, you know, love nature, love the trees that's in your backyard. Yeah, we need them around. You better believe we need them around. But Wiccan isn't going to stop the destruction of this world. And by human nature ourselves, we are an aggressive race of people.
0: All right, uh, I've got to ask you both to hold it right there. Interesting. We're going to break here at the top of the hour, and we'll be right back. With Patsy? With Harlan? Here she is. Uh, Patsy, two faxes, two very different reactions. Okay. One, hey, Art, I don't suppose you could open a cute, cuddly cat lover's line after your satanic guest leaves, could you? I need to hear something that will take away the heebie-jeebies she's giving me. Yikes, she is scary. I mean really scary. And so there's one who believes, and here's one who doesn't. Patsy's position is laughable. In order to be a Satanist, you first must believe in the same God that Christians do. And that immediately shows that Patsy has no awareness of the truth of the universe. Anything else she claims to know is so much bunk. Patsy doesn't really have a problem with God. She obviously has a problem with Christianity and and expresses it as a total and complete rebellion against it much as the most virulent anti-smokers are people who used to smoke. I feel sorry for her and her waste of this life and the baggage she most likely will carry to whatever comes after this existence. Bud in San Diego.
1: Oh, interesting. And as I light a cigarette and take a drink of my vinegar, most unholy drink that I have just made, very interesting. (laughs) You know, believing in God. So I think I made that point clear. I do believe in the existence of God. I just oppose Him.
0: Did you ever? Uh, oh. Did you ever worship God?
1: There was a time in my life that, as we all have a free agency and a freedom of choice. Yes. I decided at one time, Mister Belton. Excuse me for the first time tonight. I am going to sit down. That's quite all right. Pull out a chair here. There was a time in my life that I decided to see if there was a chance that God could impact my life. Mm -hmm. And I went to a little church home, and due to the embarrassment of that church, I will leave them nameless. Okay. I went there and I attended for quite some time, and I mean some time. It wasn't like a couple of times, you know, I went to church and said, okay, here we go. I understand.
0: You you, you, know, you gave it a, a good college try.
1: Thank you. Right. Just in order to see. And uh, I went there and I learned and I attended for months and then I decided, well, let me see. Let me see here if I really do have a choice. Well, I did have a choice. And I went and I got before the place there where you kneel and ask for repentance of your sins and so forth like that.
4: Stay
0: good and close to the phone, Patsy. Oh, oh
1: yes, sir. And to ask for repentance of sin, you know, I got on my knees in front of the uh, what it was established there in, in, in a well-structured church. And uh, during this process, I was asked if I was actually prepared to give my life to God to make a, if you will, the ultimate sacrifice, basically a symbolic sacrificing of yourself Mm -hmm. in order to pick up thy cross and carry it, if you will. Yes. I did that. And for a time it seemed like, you know, there's something here. As it began to evolve to the point to where I began actually talking to people about God and working with different youth. So forth and so on, I began to notice little things in in my life began to be demolished. I mean hard. And I asked myself, you know, I know of the devil, but this is going too far. I found myself in a state of heavy sleep one night. It was the strangest thing that I have ever encountered my entire life to day of sleep. I awoke partially nude my bosoms hanging out I'm laying on a sand a kind of a coal ash colored sand. there was no trees there was there was nothing there and I remember looking over my left shoulder and there stood an angel a virtual angel. And this being looked at me on all fours, in in that dirt, in, in that sand, and quickly, with the rise of a hand, pointed upward. I looked up and I looked into a light, the most incredible light I have ever seen. And a voice, a virtual thundering voice, said to me, I would never forsake anyone, but you will forsake me. And at that point in time, this is trying to sound too uh, uh, cliche here, a bolt of lightning came out of the cloud, and it hit so hard that I virtually bounced off of my floor out of the sleep state. I hit the floor hard. I was in a massive cold sweat. My entire bedding was, I could wring the water out of it.
0: So you were virtually just told you were a Judas.
1: And, let me finish if I may, please. Mm. After that, I began, to, I still attended church, but I began to go into a rebellious state within the church. I one time asked the pastor of that church a few questions right in front of the entire congregation, and everybody there turned their head, and they looked at me with marvel. How could someone stand in their congregation and ask the questions that I asked? And pretty much my question was simple. Is God... That God preordain everything? Well, as you can imagine, that didn't go over well in the church. And um, I was asked to leave, and I laughed. For another few months thereafter, I still held on to a slim belief into the God order. I like calling it that sometimes. But it eventually became obvious to me that, no. You're not a part of this.
0: So then you really regard everything God is as a
1: lie. In a lie, well, the reason I asked that at the time, it, could I explain? The reason I asked that at the time was because of those words, past, present, and future. And it's the scripture saying that we all have a uh, this is the basic... Freedom to choose, the freedom to live our lives as we see fit. But in the end, you are going to receive either a eternal torture or an eternal fulfillment in, in, in heaven. And, and I ask myself, if I'm God, which I at times do not have no problem putting myself in God shoes, if I am God, would I have would I have allowed this? Happened this way. No, I I, I would not have allowed it that way. And to read scripture and and to see people praying and all these other things, I often wonder if it's not all from God's point of view, if God isn't the liar and the conniver and our master, Satan, is the way, the truth and the light of the world for all follow and to have a fulfillment on earth and in his own kingdom. It's complicated. And like I said, I'm willing to dance any dance period as long as one thing happens. And that is that there is no exit from the dance floor. I have called many times here locally, preachers. and I have asked simple questions. I had one preacher tell me right in this city of Salt Lake, that my questions regarding Adam and Eve, regarding Cain, and what people on earth existed when Cain was told to leave and go into the land of Nod, whichever it was, and to there he would begin to spring forth life, and, and but he would be uh, marked. Marked for who? That he would uh, be a criminal, if you will, wanted, different things. Who was there? Who was on the planet? There had to be other life forms. I really believe there had to be. And God permitting incest, the only way that the earth could be populated without the use of another life form on this planet was by incest. And therefore, we are all descendants from the act of incest. And later down the road, when enough people got on earth, I guess God changed his mind and all of a sudden said incest is no good but right. it was good enough for him to populate the earth
0: i understand uh, first time caller line you're on the air with harlot
7: hi art
0: hello uh, hi patsy
1: hi there sir. how are you
0: uh not bad how about yourself
1: oh couldn't be better at this time
8: okay well um she's telling the absolute truth and there's no question in my mind that that satan is with her in every single way um not only that but um there's one thing that she isn't telling, and maybe she might not believe this. We'll see. Satan is here now. Satan is ruling the earth now. Okay. Oh yes, um,
1: oh, yes sir. I agree with you. There is no I'm doubt about it. That.
8: This is Satan's world right now. This is Satan's hour. Not too mm-hmm. long, but it is his hour. And a lot of the, the callers so far um, that have called in is, you know, they're they're basically confused. She's not. She is prepared to die. For what she's doing. She's prepared for her second death and she knows it's coming. Okay. She is willing and she's accepted this. She knows there's nothing that's gonna change that. She is not saying that Satan is going to win. She is denied God. Okay, and in doing so, she has for forfeited her chance for salvation and her chance for eternal life.
0: I would agree with that based on what I've heard. Yeah,
8: okay, that's now think- the
0: say something
1: May I oh sure myself in this? thank you sir now Satan has been on earth before 1914 and I can guarantee you that if he wasn't well I think you search scripture out and you'll find that answer for yourself I agree with the caller
8: unfortunate. May, may
1: I, may I Oh, sure. I'm just
8: responding to
1: that. Okay. I find it very grateful. Um, this is our time, but the events that are coming, there will be also another time. Yes,
8: after time, the thousand years.
1: And, and when that time comes, our people will raise their ugly head. And like I told Mr. Mr. Bell earlier, what Charles Manson did is putrid in every form. It's just a sick human being. We're not going to... Uh, Hallucinate. We're not going to uh, have people just run out and do our dirty work. We are all going to do our dirty work. And when the evil begins, we will have mercy on no one. You know, many times through biblical history, God's people failed. God had to punish His own people time and time again. This time, when that one, when when, when this all takes place, they better. Had be on the right track. Because oh, without a
8: doubt. I mean, there's there's no if, ands, or buts about right. what you're saying and in terms not, of, of that 1,000 years.
1: And if they're not on the right track, the punishment that Satan's rule, If when we when we do take our, our stand on this globe, and even more than you can even begin to fathom what we're doing now.
8: No, I pretty much know it. Okay, I, I
1: respect that. They had better... Be close to God because believe you me, what's coming when that mark and when, when you the only way you're going to be able to uh, trade for food or, or survive? I'm talking in, about the number, right? The mark of the beast. There's going to be a lot of Christians, or, or, and I'm not calling you Christians, please. I'm not directing you saying, okay, he's a Christian, and no, one, okay. I'm just saying, a lot of people who believe in God will be put to the ultimate test in that day,
8: right? We will have to die for that belief. There's exactly. No or about it.
1: Exactly. Just they, like
8: you, this is this is. You're talking to the light. I'm talking to the darkness. Okay. And I welcome to the conversation. No or but
1: about it. And I welcome to the conversation. I really do. This makes more relevant sense to me than talking to a Wiccan.
0: All right. Well, well you, know, you you view her then as the real McCoy, sir? Excuse me? I said you view her as the real McCoy. That she believes what she is saying.
8: Take a look at her words, Art. I mean, like she has already lied a few times in, in terms of, of um, you know, uh, she comes from a long line. She must now be referring to the fact of her reincarnated line, or her parents wouldn't have been surprised at the fact that she was drawing pentagrams. Denial. They would caught her.
1: Denial. They were denial. In denial, sir, because they couldn't live with the fact that it was actually affecting them right there. Can I ask you one question before,
8: before Art goes to another caller? Uh,
1: I would, yes, sir.
8: Be feel free. Yes, okay. Um, my question is to you. From which line do you come from in terms of if it's not your birth parent's line, from which line do you come
1: from? This my line mother, of, My of mother's emerges? side of the family. It is my mother's side of the family. I, I said that, maybe I didn't make myself clear, but it was my mother's side of the family, not my father's. It was my mother's. And because it is my mission to do so, I do pray for you. Hello?
8: Did I'm you, here. Yeah, do you hear him? I said, because it is my mission to do so, I do pray for you, regardless of what you want.
1: And, and, sir, with no, let me tell you, it won't happen now. I mean, it will not happen now, sir. You are my enemy, and if this was the day of the apocalypse right now and everything began, I would behead you.
0: All right, we're going to have to hold it right there. Uh, Patsy, or Harlot. hold on. There will be more. From the high desert... I bet you haven't heard anything like this before. I do the haven't. reminding everybody, and I guess I better do that before I run out of time, uh, there's going to be a book signing, the only one I'm ever going to do, for the book called The Quickening. It's going to be Saturday at Barnes & Noble at 10 a.m. in Encinitas, actually at uh, at 1040 North El Camino Real in Encinitas, California, and I'd be uh, more than happy to uh, sign a book for you. And uh, hope to see you there. That'll be at 10 a.m. We'll sign books for about 10 hours. My advice is be there early based on what occurred in Portland. Uh, The last time, I would say, be there as early as possible. All right, this should be interesting. Uh, Harlan, uh, uh, listen to this. Uh, Dear Art, Welcome back, Art. It seems to me that Harlot has solved her guilt and identity crisis. <laughs> the belief of Satan and hell is a crock. It is an excuse for all the wrong she has caused in this world. How do you react to that?
1: I'll react to that by saying these words I, and I alone, am to blame for all my sin, for all my actions, and all my dirty deeds. Done dirt cheap. And I, I, and I alone must suffer the consequences thereof, Mr. Bell. I, for years, have been asked that somewhat that question, and people just don't seem to be able to grasp the fact, the the, the outright fact that I am able to boldly state my damnation. I am not guilty of uh, 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 a crisis. I am guilty of my words. I am guilty of my actions. I am guilty to be sentenced to eternal death. Said and done. And I freely accept it. I have had a lot of traumatic events in my life that have. Yes, they have Me in one way or the other, like the death of my son,
4: Mr. Bell.
6: Sure.
1: But just because of the death of my son, I don't hang this, uh, okay. Uh, God, it's your fault. The death of my son was meant to be. I wake up sometimes, Mr. Bell, with a longing for my baby, for my five year old child that was taken away from me by my husband. Who I am no longer with. By his hands, he took the life of my child, and I will never forgive him for that. He is no longer on this earth now, and I will never forgive him for that. What, that act, but it's not—it that did not thrust me into this satanic belief of mine. This is something that I longed for, as even as a child, it was my birthright. There was a time when me and my brother, I'll never forget this, we were on a trip one time, and he was praying to God, and I, we were young, Mr. Bell, and uh, I got down by him on my knees, and my big bro, you know, years older than I and so forth, and was looking at me, and I was sitting there, and I said, you know, my little prayers, and when I got through saying it, I was just out of nowhere, I went, hell Satan, hell Satan. He jumped up off the floor, and he looked at me like, what? Yeah. And I looked up at him and I just went, I don't know. And I ran and called in my bed and I threw the covers up over my head out of embarrassment. I, It was something I didn't even plan. It was something that was just so, it just happened, you know, bang, right there. It just happened.
0: Uh, here's, here's another fact. Yes. Uh, this is the most important question you could ever ask the harlot. Ooh. Ask her, how will God in the end time smite Satan, the devil, and all his followers. She will not know the answer.
1: Ah, He will smite us down in the end. When the angel comes down from heaven with the keys in his hand, those keys will be the keys of the bottomless pit. That that angel will open. First he would be cast there for a thousand years and placed there. And then the angels will come down and loose him. And for a thousand years, for a little season... You will be able to roam once again in order to establish the satanic rebellion on earth greater than it ever anyone could ever fathom right now. And in the end, fire shall come out of the mouth of God, and it shall devour us. Satan shall be cast and thrown into the pit where the Antichrist and the false prophet already are.
0: Actually, I think you did get it right. Uh, the answer is... That in less than a blink of an eye, all the evil that they have done unto mankind will be thrust upon them, burning them and leaving them only the pain and hell that they have created for others. Their karma will be complete. And
1: that is absolutely true and we fully accept it.
0: Well, I think you gave the right answer. First time caller line. First time callers call area 702 1222 Right? Okay, and we're going to have to start all over again. The one thing we don't okay. want you to do is to put your last name on the air, dear. Okay. So let's begin again. Your name is? Tara. Tara. And where are you, Tara?
5: Cape Girardeau, Missouri.
0: The home of Rush Limbaugh.
5: Yes. Okay. Um, I'm a practicing Druid. Uh, first, I'd like to say I appreciate her honesty. Um, I understand that there's a balance on this planet between good and evil, and I respect her decision. And I, I believe her because uh, there's a lot of people who claim to be Satanists, but they're just drug addicts and they're trying to rebel. Um,
0: That's not what you're hearing from her.
5: Right, right. Um, I, I don't believe magic is evil, though, um, because I choose God. I don't believe in Jehovah or Jesus necessarily. I think he was a prophet, a very intelligent person. Um, I use magic as a tool to better my surroundings, to improve myself. And I believe God resides in nature, so I'm not really going against him.
0: Where, though, do you think that power comes from?
5: Like I said, God resides in nature, and um, God is in with all people. And I I draw from that which is in me, that is a part of God.
0: Um, Is what she says possible, Harlot, or is she fooling herself?
5: Well, I will be honest. Uh, t- is her name Tara?
1: Mm hmm. Tara? Yes. Uh, with all due respect, may I ask your age, please? I am 21. 21, oh, I remember when I was 21. Mm. Tara? Yes. With all due respect, keep going that way, hon. I hope you keep believing it. And I hope that you never sway from your faith. Because I will welcome mm. your presence in that unholy cup of tea, if you will, that we will sip together. Iron Brimstone. and let me tell, I, Tara, let, let me finish, please. If you search your scripture, now I can understand. We, the human race, has always ran. We, we're a race of runners, just as much as we are a race of barbarians. We run from reality. You sound like to me that you are running because you're not willing to walk out on a lamb, and below that lamb there is nothing, and to hang on it,
4: oh. and to believe that there is
1: a one true God and a one true devil. The scripture says that anything, witchcraft, astrology, and so on and so on, it's in the New Testament, hon, is not
5: mm-hmm. of God. What it's, I am confused with is you you say, you, you sound like you believe that, God, that the Bible is written by God.
1: Okay. Okay. And listen to me, that is my mission is to confuse people. <laughs> yeah, I know. did my mission because the more people I confuse, and if they die confused, and all of a sudden they they give up their ghost, and they die, and they they do not ask for repentance, then my mission is successful. That's all I set out to do. You can do your little witchcraft. You can play your little games. You can use all your little toys. But no, the bottom line is that, hon, is that my mission is is to keep you happy. Keep Satan keeps you happy. See,
5: I know Satan the power you is not in it. the ritual. You can use as many crystals and stashes as you want to. I don't use those. But, no, a lot of those Wiccans do, and they think that's where their power comes from, from doing this and that just they right. Do. Yes, they that's do. not where the power is at. And they're blinded by Satan, and uh, okay. Satan keeps blinding them. And I know them, right now, no power to it. I know right now both sides are sniffing each other out, Listen. and we're just drawing the lines. Well, hon,
1: the lines <clears throat> that we're going to draw are these. We will clean the field of the metal in order to establish the ultimate battleground between God and Satan. Everyone else in the middle will be not only not crushed by the hand of God, but will be crushed by Satan. We want to destroy the middle. Wipe it out. And in the end, you will be crushed in order for us to establish the
5: battleground to take on God face-to-face. I do have a question. What um, So do you think there are only Christians and Satanists? What about Hindus Ma'am? who are in... For delight let me tell you something
1: this is nothing new there is only one evil and one good and when until the world begins to wake up to it hey that's th- just the way it is i prefer people who proclaim god over people who practice an evil art and not accept the father of it i'd rather sit down and have a decent dinner and a casual conversation with a preacher of a holy faith than to sit down with people who practice magic but are not willing to accept the consequences nor the father, the one true father of all evil. And, and magic is evil in any way you look at it. If any way, hon, it is not a natural thing. It is not a natural human trait to want to practice magic. You have to be willing to accept the consequences of what you're doing.
0: I clearly understand what you're saying. Uh, Mm -hmm. From Dale in Atlanta, the following, Art, I really admire your guest. She seems to have a sort of sexual magnetism, almost erotic. Mm -hmm. Is this also one of her entrapping characteristics?
1: Yes, it is. I will, especially young virgins. I love... Find a young guy out there, sway my magic upon him, place him under my spell, allure him with fantasy of sexual fulfillment.
0: Well, then I guess I don't have to really ask you this next question. We've heard Patsy's beliefs. Now, what things does she do to advance Satan's cause? That clearly was one of them. What else?
1: Another one to advance Satan's cause is, like I said, I uh, constantly bombard the Christian faith. I love, for, for, I mean, let me give you an example. I love calling the 700 Club telemarketers, the people who uh, on their little prayer lines. I like giving them the time of day. And, and believe you me, I do. Another thing that I do is that when someone is an alcoholic, okay? Yes. I'm not going to sit there and tell them, no more. Why don't you stop? You want more beer? Hey, Betty, I'll give you more beer. Someone sitting down under a shade tree saying, Hey, ma'am, you got two bucks? Here, here's five. Go buy two quarts of beer. Don't buy one. Buy two. Drink yourself into oblivion. As long as you're drunk, as long as I can keep people drunk, that keeps them away from God. As long as I can walk down the street and see a friend of mine, which will remain nameless, working at a little store, who had worked at a little store up from my street, who preferred... I tried to put a knock on him and try to get him in. Well, sorry, he preferred my uh, fiance over me. I told him flat out, "Keep doing it. Be the biggest abomination unto God that you can." I'm all for you. Anything, Art. Anything at all. Any way at all. It, it doesn't matter. Like I said, I would lick a dog. I would. I, I would make a person believe that. Hey, guess what? Satan is joyful, pleasant, there was no hell, if that's what it takes to keep them away from God and to take them to hell,
2: so be it.
0: Wild card line, you're on the air with Harlot. Hello? Hello.
2: Oh, hi. Um, my name is Soar S.B., and um, I belong to the Hermetic Order of the Golden Dawn, and oh. um, I'm, I'm calling from Honolulu, Hawaii, oh. and um, I can't believe like, you guys sound so clear. <laughs> Um, anyways, what I wanted to say, I, I totally agree with her, and, um, the younger caller that called in just before me, um, it was, I mean, I mean, exactly, I remember when I was 21, and, um, you know, you just don't really understand, I don't think, what life is all about at that age, really, but, um, what I want to get the point is, um, I joined the Order about three years ago, and, um, I'm still in the outer Order, I'm at the Orkis grade, um, are you familiar with that? I'm not. Um, oh Is she? Is she? Uh, I'm here. I'm are here you familiar her. with that order? Uh, vaguely.
1: Vaguely. vaguely? Can I ask okay. you first what part of Hawaii that you're in?
2: No, well, see, the, the order is in, um, Fontana, California, actually. The temple is. No, I was and, asking
1: you what part of Hawaii do you live in.
2: Oh, Honolulu. Oh,
1: great. My mother lived there for quite some time. Well, yeah. Yeah, she did. <laughs> I haven't been there um, yet, but I will be there soon.
2: One of these guys yeah, here right now. Uh-huh. Anyways, um what i was going to ask you is um um so I mean like we we practice like ancient Egyptian um mm-hmm. high magic mm-hmm. and I do believe that, you know, they, the order tends to think that, you know, they it's on like a godly path and everything. Oh, but to me, I know that, you know, because I mean we're not supposed to we're taught like in each grade you progress. you taught different things, right. of the, different of, the, of the, um, the Western mysteries, different rituals and so on. And um, and it's just like, I've done evil things to people. I've almost killed someone before who's hurt me very badly. And you know what? Right. It's, you know, I just felt that this person deserved what they got, you know? That's right. And um, it's just, you know, and I'm fully, I'll fully take responsibility of it, you know? I had to do what I had to do. Can and I that's just act- how it goes sometimes, may you know? May I ask you a question? Sure.
1: Uh, what did they do to you? Just quickly, please. Um,
2: well. You don't have to go
1: into detail, hon, but was it uh, physical
2: violence? They um, totally betrayed me and you know, everything. Right.
1: Well, you see, hon, in that situation, I would have to find justification in order to death by betrayal. Now, if they gave me that justification, then death is what they would receive. I have it almost. I have, through supernatural power, in life and I will continue to do it if I am justified mm-hmm. now as far as physical retaliation it must be measured exactly what type of physical retaliation do I take out on them
4: mm-hmm.
1: now if this person say were to have beaten you or caused a physical harm to fall upon you well believe you me my sword would have went through their body and they would not exist in the physical life that we know and this
2: person caused me very much and you um, were inner pain, very much inner emotional pain. And you were
1: justified, hon. But believe you me, I will say this before we go on. I hope you remain in that faith. Just one day, sometime, somewhere, wake up to the unholy master of hell because the Egyptian faith caused great chaos in the lives of God's people in the past. Mm-hmm. And believe you me, hon, you're on the right track. Just Forget the nonsense. Open yourselves up to open yourself up for an eternal evil that lasts forever, that you will never fulfill your entire power until you really let yourself lay into the arms of the unholy master of
2: heaven. Well, I don't know if I'll totally go <clears throat> totally in that direction, but never... I'm very neutral. I'm, I, uh, I understand.
1: I understand. I'm to myself,
2: hey, yeah. if something gets me mad, and I've been up, then I have to take care of it. Then i got to do it. You've you know? got, all,
1: you got all the natural ability there, hon. You, you got to – you're on the right track. And, you know, all I'm saying to you is that one day in your life, give it a shot. If you do, fine. If you don't, well, I'll see you where well, I I'm have,
2: going. I have looked <laughs> into it, and, you know, I just – you know, over – I was – I actually, I was trying to get into the OTO order, which yeah. is – um. When mm-hmm. um, Alistair Crowley had originally, well, he first started at Golden Dawn, and then he broke off into the O.T.O. Mm-hmm. They don't have a correspondence course. Um, you have to, like, live near the temple. I was there before you. it
1: goes off the air. Bible Belt, get ready. The most unholy book ever written is the Holy Bible. Search it oh, out. I,
2: be- I believe it. I was raised um, Catholic. All right,
0: I- did you two, listen. We've got to hold it there. Um, mm-hmm. Harlot, hold on. Yes. Uh, we've got news at the top of the hour, and we will return. absolutely fascinating. Never heard anything like this before. I wonder if you have. We're headed toward uh, the top of the hour. I want to remind you, book signing Saturday, Encinitas, Barnes & Noble, 10:40 North El Camino Real in Encinitas. I'm Art Bell and this is Coast to Coast AM.
3: From east of the Rockies, dial 1-800-825-5033. That's 1-800-825-5033. From west of the Rockies, including Montana, Wyoming, Colorado, and New Mexico, call Art at 1-800-618-8255. That's 1-800-618-8255. First-time callers, dial Art at area code 702-727-1222. 702-727-1222
0: This is Coast to Coast AM with Art Bell. Now again, here's Art. Once again, here I am. One of my last opportunities to tell you book signing, Encinitas, Barnes & Noble Saturday, 10 o'clock beginning at 10 o'clock 1040 North El Camino Real I truly suggest you get there early if possible. We're going to get back to Harlot the very disconcerting harlot, disconcerting why, disconcerting because she's right about a lot of things, she's right about all those in the middle, in the end there'll probably be two uh, groups left, harlot will be in one, some of you in the other, and there'll be a great middle ground, the middle ground probably will disappear, and then there'll be a war, The only question I have is why she has chosen the particular side she has chosen. And we'll ask that in a moment. All right. Harlot, are you there? I'm here, Art. All right. Uh, I want to do a couple of things. One, uh, read you this first facts. Okay. If Harlot is a true Satanist, she will publicly... Repudiate Jesus Christ and all his works, stating that he is not her Savior. If she will not do this, then she still believes in Christ and is not a complete Satanist. May I begin? Begin.
1: To the entire world, I rebuke Christ as my Savior. I rebuke him. I stand against him, for I am a worker of wickedness, iniquities, and love the fulfillment of sinful joy. I deny the cross, I deny the crucifixion, for Jesus walked not this earth in the flesh. I deny him. I will never ever pick up his cross. He can carry it himself. I will never ever proclaim him as my Savior. All right. And I did what I did in that church, Mr. Bell. I did out of virtue to know what, must, what I must have known at that time.
0: Don't, I, I, that I, okay. I, I buy what you're saying, uh, okay. that you believe that, and, yes. and that that is your firm belief. Thank you. Uh, facts two follows it up. Uh, Dear Art, okay, I believe she knows and accepts that she is on the path to hell and eternal damnation. Who in their right mind would choose pain? Pain hurts. Pain is not comfortable, especially for eternity. That is the only part I just don't understand. From Steve in State Line, Nevada.
1: Steve, you're close to me. Um, I love pain. I inflict pain on my own body, and it motivates me well. I have many scars on my arm. Each scar represents an act carried out against my victim. Mr. Bell, I would rather be tormented. I would rather burn and and feel that the the favorite, the, the, the heat to have my body have done horrible things done to it in the kingdom of hell than to step one foot or even give God a blink enter his kingdom. I hope that when I go before him, that when those books are opened, my greatest dream come true is when they open that Lamb's book of life, that they call it. I am not found there. I wish not to be, and I will not be. And you brought up a question yourself, uh, Art, that I am very glad you were going to ask me why. Correct? Why I would choose to live this way. That's right, sure. I love fulfilling my human desires. If you cannot grasp what I'm saying here, I love to stack my treasures on earth. I love to follow my human nature in all its most animalistic ways, in this most brutal, most sexual, most. Um, the fulfillment that it gives me almost undescribable I love to be able to perform the unholy acts that I perform on my own body I love to caress that loving and uh, satisfying feeling uh, of uh, physical fulfillment in the Christian faith I find that many people forego the natural human desires. See, I am the type of person that if Dan or whoever it might be, I don't even know a Dan, down the road decided to commit adultery, I would be there with open arms seeking the uh, fulfillment of that natural human animal element.
0: All right. Um, let's go back to the phones. A lot of people want to talk to you. East of the Rockies, you're on the air with Harlot. Hello? Sorry. Hello?
9: Yes, hello. Hi, my name is Naomi, and I'm 29 years old. Where are you, Naomi? I'm Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, okay. Hi. 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 Um, what I wanted to ask you is, you know, you're no different than a lot of Baptist preachers right here in Alabama. <laughs> and, um, you really? know, why can't you believe that God comes to different people in different cultures
1: all over the world? I didn't say that. I do not proclaim that. God approaches himself how he wishes to be approached. What I meant and what I'm going to say is that any faith, period, I don't care what it is, that proclaims God is offset immediately themselves as my enemy. The people in the middle, not so much. Okay, okay, I Mm -hmm. understand
9: that. Mm -hmm. Okay,
1: I am a Wiccan. I
9: have been a Wiccan a long time. I know that. My mother was what you are. And I was raised in North Carolina in a cult right outside of Charlotte, and it was horrible. I lived a horrible life. Mm-hmm. My mother was completely foul. She mm-hmm. beat me and my sister. She she was a horrible mother.
1: Did, did uh, she have justification in that beating?
9: No, me and my sister learned to walk on eggshells at a very early
1: age. Okay, well, a lot of that, hon, there are people in this world, I have known people with a godly faith that have... Went overboard with uh, abuse. Okay, but and you now, know, like if you're, you're the st- type of person you would love that?
9: Now, you would if, just
1: love that. Pam, listen to me one second. I had a child that was brutally taken from my arms, from my life. Well, I had a sister, okay. practically taken the same way from my mother. Oh, oh, okay. So we have a common ground here. The only thing that I can see here, in the different, to, to, to differentiate, to make this different, is that. If my son would have been given his father justification so bad,
9: but my son did not. How can a five-year-old give
1: anybody any justification? How Ma'am, can a small child give anybody any justification? Ma'am, I know where you're going here. I know where you're going here, and I'm going to tell the entire world right now. I do not, I repeat, I do not harm children. I believe firmly that my son, if he had given, given justification to my ex, I didn't say he did. If he could have, if he would have, so be it.
0: Your question was, how could a five-year-old give such a justification?
1: Well, i put it to you simple. I had a five-year-old child one time take a knife and cut me, and if it had not been for the simple fact
4: what did you do to that child
1: nothing they were playing around the child ran by me ma'am and we began just goofing around just like adults do with children sometimes just having a little fun and all of a sudden i felt a cut on my back well parents maybe are... that's the parents
9: fault not that child a
1: five-year-old you were right there down with the flu and <sighs> a long story or Bell. he took he took him from me at a very early age i understand
0: that so you your know. son uh without a doubt has gone to god
1: in my mind he has gone to hell
0: at right how can you say that why uh, based on what
1: based on the simple fact that when he was born i performed a certain ritual over him that basically I told Satan, and in this faith we don't ask, we tell, to beg an audience with God that this child be that of the devil, of himself, that he could use this child in a most unholy way to do and to raise this child into this faith, you know, of course, with my help, of course. And... Um,
0: Patsy, hasn't it occurred to you that if you really did that, that he took you up on your offer?
1: And I'm happy that he did. Uh, that would just, when I go into my yeah. eternal damnation, my son would be there. You know, Art, when you called me that afternoon and everything, I said that I would desecrate the birthplace of Christ. You
0: said that, yes.
1: And believe you me, I will, even at the consequences of my own death, I would desecrate that place. I would virtually wait to my menstrual cycle. When I was on my period... And I virtually would blood that place, and I would perform a most unholy dance over it. When Jesus, when Jesus came, that was, in my opinion, the end of everything. We are suffering from his presence on this planet yet today. The church itself is nothing more than a gossip hall of money. The church foundation, all the churches combined could solve all hunger on this planet in one day. They could do magnificent works on this planet. They do not do them. I find it hard for such a loving, compassionate belief to allow little suffering this planet that they could stop, they could put their assets together and stop them. But no, they let it fall on the shoulders of governments, politicians, and so forth and so on, and nothing really ever gets done. A lot of the political issues and religious issues are, are nothing new. They've been argued as far back as as far as back as you can find a president. They're just argued in different ways, different techniques. It almost comes to the point that they don't it kind of tells you they don't really want to solve a damn thing because if they solve too many problems there would be a lesser need of them the church can consider themselves fortunate that Satan is the best friend they have ever had they make millions of scaring people to death virtually scaring people that we, we got to get to the church on time, mm-hmm. or
0: we're going to go to hell. All right. Uh, first time caller line, you're mm-hmm. on the air with uh, Harlot Patsy.
10: Uh. Hi, Patsy.
1: Hi, Pastor.
10: Um, hi, oh, this is a great show. Um, let me come online by saying, um, that first of all, I am a diehard Christian. Um, Good. Here we go. From a standpoint, um, if you would allow me, Patsy, I would like to say a few things in my belief, and then you're more than welcome to respond to them.
1: i would be more than happy.
10: Um, I've been listening to this show for about two hours, and... Um, uh, young lady, older lady, I don't know your age.
6: 32.
10: Has, has, I'm sorry? 32. Okay, uh, actually, the same age I am, has been using this to spread her belief um, of Satanism or whatever she likes to call it. And um, I think for for a point, there needs to be a broad into a Christian sense in here and have a true Christian word uh, brought in because it seems like as I've been listening, um, there has been more of the opposites calling in for various different reasons. So, from that aspect, not really not really opposites
0: there have been uh there have been wiccans who have been calling in but right. wiccans are kind of in the middle they seem to worship nature they they certainly don't worship the devil uh and i think that what we have here with patsy i'm now beginning to believe more and more and more as the hours have gone by we have the real mccoy
10: oh i i gave her full credit for being the real mccoy yeah. don't doubt her on the slightest and um um, unfortunately <laughs> she and I agree that the middle ground people are going nowhere quickly
4: um, and um, <laughs> for that reason as a Christian it's it's uh, as the Bible
10: said it's either hot water or cold water there is no lukewarm um, but that's the that
0: one place where you two are going to agree and now it's going to go downhill from there
10: uh, but respectfully um, respectfully I would like to say a few things first of all I think the problem with a lot of young Christians is they feel that, um, they look at it as a power struggle, and in the sense, it's a power struggle from good and evil. But when you think of the word power, it naturally comes from evil. You see the movies, you see, you read the scriptures, you read historical history, and evil deeds seem to be the most powerful deeds. Christian Christianity, the life of living a godly life, is a more laid back, a quiet, a quiet belief, a trust in, in the in the fact that God's word is word. Um, but there are also Christian warriors. And from that stance, I think the problem with this is, and no disrespect towards her beliefs, um, from a human being standpoint, from a Christian Satanism, of course we don't agree, and I won't even get into that, we don't have time. But the fact is, there are strong Christians out here. And Patsy, just for your information, I listened to when you said you grew up, when you were young, you drew the pentagram in the sandbox. There are also stories such as mine, the opposite is true. When I was three years old, before I had ever before I was even old enough to understand what Christ was or who Satan was, my mother walked out in the backyard and found me burying a parakeet that I had died, that had died and saying a prayer over it before I had even known what was going on. When I was seven years old, I heard my parents praying God's prayer. After hearing it one time, from then on, I have quoted it word for word. In the same sense, when I meet people, when I walk up on people, people tell me that there is a quiet, calm to me. I've had pastors tell me, and when I think pastors, the difference here is we agree on two things, actually. First of all, I also agree that in an entity, the church is the, the central location is, um, how should I say this with tact, um, I don't agree with 90% of the so-called churches in the world today. Um, the reason I say that is... It seems to me like as time has gone on, churches are in for more of what they can get as far as money-wise. The Word of God should be number one. That is what a church is about. In the Scriptures, a church is when two or more get together and speak of the Word of Christ. The fact of people getting together with 500s, 1000s, 3000s, getting all the money out, not knowing where half the money goes to, I don't believe in that. I have visited probably hundreds of churches in my lifetime from all different denominations. Don- <coughs> find my way, I am at ease with myself because I have a one-on-one relationship with my Lord Jesus Christ. It's very strong, it's very subtle, but I have no doubt in my mind where I'm going. And with that being said, um, to add a little humor into this, the last Christian that came on here and said something to Pat, to you about he was going to say a prayer, Uh and he responded, if the apocalypse was coming today, I would have to behead you, am I correct on that?
1: Absolutely.
10: I'm sorry? Absolutely. Ma'am, I would draw the line on my neck for you and bear it for you. Have a nice night, people.
1: Oh, I figured he'd leave before I got a chance to say something. That's typically Christian. Art, can I comment? Go, yeah, sure. Okay. Sir, I know you're still listening, which if, uh, which I hope you are. I can respect slightly <laughs> what you just said, but there's one thing you hit on that just made my entire night lax. Nothing better to a satanic person than a relaxed Christian. The more relaxed you are, the lesser. You impact the world. The lesser you impact the world, the greater we serve our purpose. Because that's the less people you affect to go to heaven, opening the door for us to come in
5: and me to
1: infect their life, plant a seed in their head, and the ultimate goal, straight to hell. I do thank you for being a lax Christian. We need more of you.
0: Wild card Line, you're on the air with Harlot.
4: Good morning, Art. Good morning, Harlot. Good morning. Most
0: where, unholy morning. Where are you, uh,
4: I'm in Green Bay, Wisconsin. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, Harlot, I am a Dianic witch, and um, I'd like to go back to uh, what you said about magic, not being not natural and a supernatural force. The way I view magic and the way it works, it's it's a force that science has yet to quantify. Think about it. Two hundred years ago, the way we were talking would seem magical. Yesterday, uh, two hundred
1: years ago, the way we were talking. Yeah, oh yeah, they, you and they, I they would, come, they, they would come to my door. And you oh know what? yeah. Oh yeah, I know both and you UI know and
4: Art would be would be uh, burned in the town square, and I would love it.
0: Don't rule it out yet.
4: I'm not. Wait, well, but what i the point I'm making is that today's science is yesterday's magic. Um, magic is a force like electricity. I can use it to run my computer, or I could kill somebody with it. Okay. It's how you use it that counts.
1: All right. Let me tell you something. It's a responsibility taken, therefore thereof also counts. See, I would kill and I would take the total blame for it. Art, I want to say something here. Um, Art, I really want to say something here.
0: Okay, let her her say something,
1: ma'am. Oh, sure. I I was agreeing with her. I I, I want to say something here. If I were to go out tomorrow and commit an act of cold-blooded murder, I would go into a courtroom without, well, they would appoint a defense naturally, but I would go up in front of the judge, ma'am, that person right in the eye and said, End of trial. I have done what I've done. Now you carry out what you must carry out. There will be no trial. I am guilty. I would boldly stand and say in front of a jury that I killed them. There is nothing, no second guessing, no games, no OJ, I can tell you that for sure.
4: <laughs> I would boldly admit, I end believe of you. trial.
0: I believe you.
4: Oh, hi, Mr. Bell. I, I agree with you. Um, you do have to take responsibilities um, for for your actions in this life, definitely. Um,
1: and, and Satan is, you know, and Satan is my master. And everything that I do, it's like if I curse someone, I let it be known, let it be recorded on this night, let it be written in the books that must be re- that this must be recorded in, that I harlot. I, Patsy have committed this evil act of magic and I will be held accountable I must be held accountable I must receive no mercy in retaliation I must be more hateful than my enemy I must always be more hateful more conniving and more evil more retaliation that I bring upon myself it increases the evil. Hell Satan that's what I'm all
4: about. Um I guess I have a question for you. Yes, go um, ahead. I'm I'm pagan myself and mm-hmm. I what I don't I've always viewed satanism as a radically dissenting Christian sect mm. because you follow <laughs> the same Um, the same belief system. It's just you work the opposite side of the street.
1: Ma'am, it is nowhere near the same. Let me give you a perfect example. In the Christian church, they do this. Blessed are the poor in spirit. Blessed are the merciful, and so on. Blessed they may be in the eyes of God. Unblessed, unholy blessed they are, because they will be trodden upon and stomped down by cloven hooves and our army. It's, it's different, hon. It's totally different. Yeah, that, totally, yes, it is totally different. Yeah, the Christian you're, you're church working, does yeah, not uphold. The, there. the Christian church does not uphold one iota. They do not uphold magic. They do not uphold the practice of any art that is not coming directly from their word. They do not uphold the Christian ram and all realm are two different. You slap me. I'm going to knock your cotton-picking hat off. You stop my foot, I'm going to cut your foot off. It is totally different, hon. Totally different taken to the extreme. Extreme violence, extreme brutality, extreme evil. That's why I have, I've got Wiccans right here in this town, a beautiful little quiet town of Salt Lake City. They all talk, but they don't want to encounter me face-to-face. Because, hon, I will tell you now, when it gets down to the white on the rice, I don't play the game. I'm not going to, you know, goof around with little incantations and little spells and little hexes and little different things. The bottom line of it is, they cross my path and they provoke me to to justified unholy reasons. I will kill through supernatural powers if I choose it. If I do not choose it, I will carry out brutality, my coven will, my blood-haired will, my warlocks will carry out a brutality of medieval proportions without any remorse. I have warlock sons that will stand there and wait for a cop to get there. They won't run.
0: Okay. Um we've got very little time. Oh, East Yes.
1: Can I do something please before we go off the airport? Oh yes, yes. One last thing I want to say is Hell Satan, great is his power. I understand the freedom of choice. I understand your position, Art. You're carrying out your destiny in this world. Hello Satan, we're glad to have you. I'm glad to have you on the airways because it does give you a sense of reality to things that are coming in the quickening and so on. But world, Satan exists. I exist. As long as Satan exists, evil exists. I hope you Wiccans all don't do a damn thing little will be crushed. That way the real Armageddon can begin. Art, I would like to thank you for the time. Tell no, Satan great This is his immortal power, the primordial son of God himself. Well, good night, Harlot. Thank you for I, being I'll here. I'll take a one more phone call if you will.
0: No, we're about out of time here. Okay. Good, All right. night.
1: good night, America. And Art, I would like to be calling around and just dropping in sometime and saying hi. All right. That'd be fine. Take care. You too
0: all right um, I'm gonna to have to do a lot of thinking about all I heard it's kinda of strange early in the evening I thought I really thought that uh, we were being put on as the hours wore on it became absolutely obvious that we were not being put on That she believes exactly what she's saying in a way I think that it did Christians a great service to hear this. In a way, with regard to those who have not chosen, those who are in the middle, and I count myself among those, by the way, I think she's absolutely correct. That is not to say in any way that I agree with her. But with regard to those who waffle, those who are in the middle, There is a great area of agreement between those who would call themselves devout Christians and, you know, our our friend Hail Satan here. So, very provocative indeed. And I'm going to have to do uh, some very serious thinking about what I've heard over these hours, as I'm sure perhaps you will as well. Fascinating. And uh, as you can see, I uh, will continue to do this and explore all kinds and forms of talk radio and uh, uh, ideology that many may disagree with or be offended uh, by. And, uh, and this night uh, was no different. In fact, this night was really in many ways a prime example Of that exploration so there you have it Uh, and that actually is going to wrap up the week for me I want to remind my audience that I will be in Encinitas this is the one book signing I'm going to do for my my book the quickening I find it interesting as well that all sides seem to agree on the fact of the quickening both sides it is occurring perhaps it is marking the day that all of you were talking about with Harlot, with Patsy. That's one other area that both sides seem to agree on. We are quickening. That's the book. I'll be signing copies of it in the one book signing that I plan to do. It'll be in Encinitas at... uh... Barnes and Noble, beginning at about 10 o'clock in the morning. Barnes and Noble, located at 1040 North El Camino Real. 1040 North El Camino Real in Encinitas. 10 o'clock, Saturday morning. See you there. From the high desert, I'm Art Bell with a lot of thinking to do. Good night.
6: We were listening to our Bill show from oh, I want to say seven years ago, long time ago. He interviewed the lady, the witch, who calls herself Harlot or Patsy. Thank you for listening.